Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home Home repair. repair. Today we have some really fun things. I know I said that last episode, but I'm really excited about one of our topics today. I'm I'm not excited about the other topic. Um, So... (laughs) Amy Works received their quarterly tool crate. Yes. So she's going to go through the things that were in that. And um, I'm really interested in the, the the other conversation. Ten kitchen renovations that does not have the ROI that you think it is and may even detract from the value of your kitchen in a resale situation. Right. If you love it, then it's worth the value, but right. you're not going right. to get that money back exactly. when you sell it. Exactly. But um, you had uh, a listener video, not just a question, but a video. I did. I did. So Courtney sent me a video. It was of a faucet. A bathroom? Bathroom faucet that was coming out of a mirror, uh-huh. which gave it an interesting illusion anyway. Yeah. And it had it was a waterfall type was it that wide, that wide spout kind of, kind of thing? Yeah, and it turns on, and it just, it was just. Maybe if I had been there, it would have been a little bit different. But I found where it were they, fascinating. Were the handles down in the the vanity or the counter, or were they on the I wall in the mirror? So I don't remember. I don't remember seeing the handles in the mirror. Okay, I, so they were probably down traditionally where I they think, are. I think so. So it had to have been a pretty long. Spout to reach the basin. I don't recall. Maybe six inches, which is okay. That so long. pretty long. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was. I, you, she turned it on, and I said, "Wow, that is so and cool." What was your question? I need. How does it work? Like, where does it come from? Right. It's like, how is this? How does this work? And I said, I looked at it, and it's like that. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> so I did a Google search, and and. You know, just waterfall, waterfall faucet in in the wall and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I got to it, and it's like, yes, everything, everything is the the valve itself mm-hmm. that controls the faucet is in the wall, similar to like your shower. Oh, okay, right? it's, okay. it's in the wall. So you have to count on no access needed. I mean, that nothing. Yeah. Getting, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and you can't change it out. Unless for same for well, same, you know, sometimes that's just what happens. Which, like, how many times have we changed the faucet in our house? So right. it's not a big right. deal. But yes, but interesting. Yeah, and and this one had that that extra detail of it being, you know, and then so the valve got installed, mm-hmm. and the wall was finished, and then they installed a mirror that was cut. So oh, it did have the, the it did have the handles in it in, in the, the mirror, wall. right? And so the 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 mirror had to be cut just right in order for it to to fit over that. It was stunning. It was really stunning. It was really cool. And a specialty installation. I mean, not oh, everybody yeah. can put holes oh, in mirrors. Right, right. And you've got to have a, you know, love my plumbers, but sometimes they're kind of bullish and and right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're expecting that you have the the 
little right. n- collars that right. hide their work yeah, and so. or they're working under sinks. So mm-hmm. who cares if there's a big bash there? But yeah, that's pretty intimate. Yeah, in- yeah, it was fun. Thanks, intricate. Courtney, for for sending the video. Very that was, cool. That was pretty cool. If you have something cool that we need to know about, please send us a link over at askamy at amyworks.com. Um, so while I go and get a drink, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a short list this time. (laughs) Amy works, uh, is subscribing to this tool crate service. And so they get a mystery crate every quarter with full of tools and they go through them. So what did you get this quarter? It was not a lot. There were not a lot of tools in it. Um, Did you feel gypped? No, because of the tool that I did get was pretty freaking cool. Okay. So got a okay, the little got a little mechanical carpenter's pencil. Yeah, whatever. Just set it aside. It was interesting. Um different than just the wooden carpenter's Yeah, because it was refillable and it okay. had a little click on it, click thing on it, and then it had a little cap thing with a little piece of sandpaper so you could make it sharp oh. and that yeah, was, you know, handy. That was clever. Yeah. Kayla didn't like it. <laughs> She's like, I'd never use it. Okay. Who ended up getting it then? It's still sitting on the table. Okay. Nobody yet. So, but the the tool itself, because it was just one tool that we got, was a 24-volt uh, circular saw. 24-volt. 24 24-volt 24 circular saw. Brushless. Now, they touted it on the box that it was the only brushless, cordless circular saw. I don't know. I haven't done my research on it. But mm. it's really it's really cool. And the thing What does the brushless mean? It's something to do with the motor and how that the the motor will adjust to the demand of what's being cut. Like my mower. Oh, there you go. How did your mower turn out? Did you like it? I'm liking it. Right on. I bought an, uh, a battery-operated mower, which I was a little trepidatious about. Here at the studio, I just have a little bit of grass, so I didn't want to make a big investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a 40-volt nice. mower. But what's super sexy about it is if it's just going over easy grass, it's just purrs along. And then when it gets into deeper or thicker, then it revs up. Yep. There's the brushless. Yeah. Awesome. So now we know what brushless means. Right. All right. So this one is is brushless. So it's thinner. It doesn't have a regular... When we talked about saws, Yeah. there's the worm drive and then there's the other type that we normally use and it's got the motor on the side so Mm. it makes it kind of bulky but this is nice and thin Mm -hmm. and then it also has which is really cool in the front part of it it's got a a a vacuum hose attachment so that you can attach like you could use it as a track saw which is you know it's kind of like a portable table saw of sorts where you have you know um a guide that you clamp to it and run that down and then if you have the vacuum on there you can suck up your debris right away. So you could do it inside more safely. Right. Yes. You know. Yes. So it's it was pretty cool. I have we gotta get it all charged up and everything to see how it works. Oh so you haven't okay. haven't haven't done it yet. No, it just it just came in right before I came here. So that's yeah. cool. And so where do you think that's gonna be more useful than the um battery saws that you have now? Um I'm not sure. I think that it's gonna be a little more useful when we're doing continuous cutting, like if we're doing subfloors, yes, and we're doing um, plywood or OSB 
uh, that kind of stuff. If we have to make straight straight cuts and things like that, just the the compact size of it uh, might be a little bit easier to use. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, being 24 volt, you're going to have a, a longer battery life depending upon, you know, it, unless you're using, uh, you know, you're using on wet pressure treated stuff. But you think it's it's robust enough to do plywood? Oh, yes. Okay. I'll, I can do plywood on my little Ryobi one. Okay. So, yeah. Very uh, cool. Get the right so, blade. is this a brand name or what? Uh, Flex. Okay. Uh, apparently, I've seen that name before, um, but. Interesting. Yeah. That'll we'll be see. fun to play around it with. It will be. Awesome, awesome. So, that's all you got was the. Just that. that one, I, have, you know, I thought that was pretty good. Well, it was just a little harder to share. <laughs> Especially when you get snobby harder. about your carpenter's right. pencils. <laughs> That's awesome. So let's move on to um, uh, 10 kitchen renovation items that you may want to include in your kitchen renovation. And it's not going to give you the ROI that you want right. and may even detract from the value, resale value of your kitchen. What do you got? Despite what you think. Despite if you think right. it's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> Yes. So as I was doing my research, there was somebody that stated that your kitchen renovation should never exceed 25% of your home's value. 25% of your home value. So, for example, if you had a house that was worth $227,000, okay. that's in your dreams. So <laughs> 25% is going to be 56000 almost $57,000. That's Bare minimum kitchen here in Seattle, mm-hmm. but median house price in Seattle is but that's, what that's having somebody do it. That's not if you do it yeah. yourself. Yeah, you can so do it for less. Right. I just want to be careful when we throw numbers around, which is always tricky. It is different regions. It is, and, and yeah. you know that's what I'm I'm saying that, but I mean they didn't specify in here. Sure, but they weren't pushing for DIY. Anything in here. Of course, of course. Right. Like, well, and they're so. talking, even if it's DIY, okay, you have 56 to play with. Right. So you can have fancy things. But so what is their thought on that? That equation, what are they thinking about? I think probably because you'll be able, there, there's a better chance you're going to be able to get that whole sum back as opposed to if you if you put in 35 or 40 yeah. percent of your home's value. Like the kitchen is worth a lot in resale value, but not it's that not, much. Not it's that worth, much. worth about 25%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. And it kind mm-hmm. of rings right. Well, it gives you an idea. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, so what's what's the bathroom remodel? Uh, I was talking to some women um, today, and they were asking me what it would cost to uh, renovate a basement uh-huh. into a, a living area, like an ADU. Um, and I said, well, if it's just – if it's an unfinished basement – that you know, there's nothing. It's studs and open ceiling and all this stuff. I said you're probably looking at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like, wow, that's a lot. But, you know, just people just don't realize how much how much it costs mm-hmm. if you because know, you are building a little house down there. Yes, you know, but right. all the infrastructure right. and yeah. right, right, and and so it yes, renovation is expensive. Remodeling is expensive. And again, um, we will say these are Seattle prices. Right, they, right. We um, are a little tainted, a little skewed over here in, yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. Contractors make even better money than... <laughs> I mean, if you're doing your business right, you are. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. So we got that. So number one, overly customizing your kitchen. So if you have dreamed about this kitchen mm-hmm. forever and you want all of fancy stuff, I want um, you know a chilled marble counter so that I can do my fudge 
or, you know, those kind of things. By custom, you mean unique appliances, unique features. Yeah. Because, those- I mean, everything's custom in that you are picking everything that you're going to have in it, but some are more reasonable than others. Right. Limited use things for anybody else. Right, that other people would, would kind of look at you sideways and like, what do you use that for? Mm-hmm. Right. Doing- I didn't even know there was a cooled marble for making fudge. I just pulled that out of my... I don't know if there is. <laughs> Somebody should have it, though. <laughs> I bet there is. Refrigeration lines? You know, we are asking our audience to trust us that there is expertise and real things that we're talking about. That is a great business opportunity. I completely agree with you. I want to make it now. I mean, look, Cold Stone Creamery, for example. Right. That's commercial. Why couldn't you have it in your own home? Come on, kids. We're going to do a little bit of ice cream. (laughs) Let's go. Okay. Over-customizing your kitchen. (laughs) Um, Using low-quality materials. That's kind of a duh. But we we get this a lot where people want to use IKEA. Now, right, right. I've I've got IKEA furniture. I've got a key, IKEA dresser and all that kind of stuff. You know, they look amazing. And and a client of mine just the other day was talking about a cool thing that they have is they've got that kitchen design tool. Right. So you can go in and you can put your measurements in and you can pick and choose and all this. So it's really cool. So that you know. Okay, well, I'm going to use IKEA then because this is exactly what I want. The quality of the material is not good. It's it's particle board. Your particle board gets wet. It swells. There's nothing you can do about it. Screws do not go into particle board very well. So you so, can't repair them. What they exactly. are is what they are. Right, right. So, yes, you can get them and they look great when you first install them, but really you start using them and within two or three years and, and things are absolutely falling apart, especially if it's a high use. I mean, I kitchen say- is high use, but if you've got, you know, if you got kids. But like, a, so it might be an option for uh, if your basement wasn't a whole other dwelling unit, but just a recreational area and you want a little kitchen down there, that might be your more appropriate use of a qual- that quality of, of Right, but I would not cabinets. use it for your main kitchen. Okay. No. Right, right, no. right, right. Excessive wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Because people are not – I know Selena told us <laughs> that wallpaper is in, and we have gotten more requests for installing wallpaper, but people are still looking at it like, what do I do with it? Because I know I'm not going to like that forever. right. And so you want to kind of minimize that. Especially the bolder bolder that it is. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you want to kind of minimize that, use it maybe on one wall. Right. Or – because it is kind of tricky to get off. I've taken – I've taken a huge – a couple of huge rooms, Mm -hmm. wallpaper off of it. And it's – you just methodically wet it, let it soak, scrape it, wipe it. Um, But it is – But it's more than just repainting. It is. Like if it you is. don't like the color of your kitchen, right. just repainting that. Yep. Okay, so be leery of the wallpaper. Leery of the wallpaper. Use it sparingly. Mm-hmm. Do it on your ceiling. No. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> to see if I consistently hate that right, idea. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Um, high-end appliances. All right. Because what's new and fancy and Top of the line right now, in three years, 
not going to be. Do you really think it's that a short a life value life? Yeah, I do. Because it's, I mean, three years. But the years same of, thing's going to happen with your midlines. Well, do you have to have your TV play on your refrigerator? Well, that to me would fall into the super customized, you know, thing. Because well, that technology is going to change. But if you're looking at, okay, I'm looking at the Bosch line. Mm-hmm. And the, when I'm deciding between, you know, and that's all their lines are going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not junky. Right. So right. you could go with any line and you're going to be good. But if you, the difference between the midline and their high line, you would warn against that. And again, we're not talking about the crazy TVs and weird, you know, technology that I think is going to change very quickly. Right. You know, well, it's it's be- those things that, that you know, the electronics in, in, that are going to change. Yeah. Going with a brand like Bosch yeah. that's got the longevity and the reviews and everything, yes, absolutely. I mean, because I love Bosch appliances. Mm-hmm. They're and they're just great. good quality. I mean, they're going to run for a very long right. time. But and that is, seems to me, attractive for reselling. Right. But- if you're looking at a six burner wolf stove that okay. you know commercial grade, how many people really are wanting that kind of stove in their in their home? It'd be interesting. I'd love to have our people back to 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 talk about that because even if they weren't seeking that out, even if they didn't say, I want a kitchen with that, mm-hmm. you walk in and suddenly you think you're in a nice kitchen. Yeah, but is it a kitchen that I want to work in? Is it is it a stove that I want to clean? What do I do with all that space? You don't think about that. I, you just well, walk no. in. I'm I, just trying to. I'm just trying to support my story here. I would love. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just think it's. A, I love thinking about these things because, and we're talking about also if you would enjoy that. If you're going to live in your house for five or ten years, if you enjoy it, then the ROI is maybe less important. But right. Some There's choices. That. This is this is you know you're thinking about selling in five years. What are you right. going to do? I'm going right. to do a kitchen renovation. I'm going to use it for about five years, and then I'm going to sell it. Like right. the wallpaper to me seems right. like a really good red flag. Right. Because that's just going to be a pain in somebody's neck mm-hmm. no matter when mm-hmm. you let it go. But, you know, investing in good appliances. And I guess the question would be between mid and high. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be conscientious you know, about when you're right. planning your renovation. Right. Exactly. For sure. For exactly. Sure. Um, DIY repairs. Okay. So to save money, oh, I'm going to do this myself. Kind of thing. Sometimes, I was going to say often, but sometimes those repairs are very apparent. Mm-hmm. And they will, you can see it. Real estate agent can see it, is going to say something to their client. Mm-hmm. Kind of can give you red flags, too. Like how much as, else was. Right. What else What else was repaired by the homeowner? Mm-hmm. So those are those are just other things to, you know, be careful of. DIY plumbing specifically. Okay. If you see, example, went to fix a sink and instead of just having a P-trap, they had put two P-traps together. So it made kind of like kind of like an S-trap, but it just does not work like that. And, oh, it was horrific. Mm. Just terrible. And if they can see it under the sink or somewhere else, then that, again— uh, you start thinking about what else might they have done that what I can't else? see. Right, I can't see it. Is the, is the, is the sewer line correct? Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, we're doing a project in Bellevue where, had we not had to take the subfloor off and mm-hmm. see the the drain line underneath, 
um, have no idea what would have happened. This building was built in the 70s, but the drain line was actually uh, backsloped three inches, meaning that instead of sloping toward oh, the sewer where it's going to flow down, it was backwards. And our plumber was astounded. And he said, I don't know how they ever ever got anything out of this house as far as sewage because it's just the way this is. But that wasn't necessarily, that could have been just a bad plumber. That I think that was just a bad builder. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, not a, that's not a slam on DIYers there. No, 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 no. Like, yeah. No, no, uh, no, no. Right. Just, was a random story I was telling you. <laughs> a scary story. <laughs> Actually, scary it's story. an argument for during your renovations. Go ahead and just take something off. Just, yeah. Just take it off. Look at it. I was surprised... By um, and this is way going off the topic. When you're renovating, so we had the kitchen renovation, and they were very leery to take things down to the studs. So to take the drywall off, you open it, you own it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't saving me a whole lot on re-drywalling. It's like I never saw that. Yep. Because I didn't see it. You open it, you own it. I don't like that. Interesting. That's extremely helpful to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say every project goes down to the studs. Well, the, now, it's it, such a small kitchen. You right. Know, like there was no, it didn't seem like you're saving me, you know, definitely time. It's going to cost something. Right. But if I already have to repair it, right. What's it going to cost really that much more to throw another have, piece up? Yeah. And if you have any kind of, you know, inkling that I'm just not quite in your house, I would have been. Open that up. I want to see back behind there. Because so what I have but I was told that um actually I didn't this is a lesson to everybody. Go ahead and push. Go ahead and ask the question, why aren't you taking that piece of the drywall off? Well, we don't need to. Why don't you need to? What if I just want to see it? You know, well, like no, you say, and then I you say, I want you to take that drywall off. And they're gonna say, you Okay, make that well, statement. I want you to take that off because you're paying him. Yeah. Right. You're paying you're paying us to do that. And we're gonna if, if it's a decent contractor, you know, they wanna make you happy. Right. And they may say, Well, I it's it's we don't think that it's necessary. Well, I have some doubts and I would just like to see it and I will pay for that drywall to be like this house was made built right. in nineteen fifty. So right. yeah, I wanna see push back on them. Yeah. Push back on them. And you know, contractors have a horrible reputation of, you know, the mansplaining and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like no, you are paying a heck of a lot of money to have them in there doing your stuff. So, so it's the next a, a few extra hundred dollars. Exactly, to see just everything. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah, you, you know you can sleep at night. Um, out of style trends. So upgraded a little bit. If you've got some weird handles on your cabinets, mm. those kind of things. One of the what would I do wrong? Like to say hardware is expensive. This hardware is fine. So you do a renovation, but you don't upgrade the or update you choose, the hardware. You choose oak cabinets to put in your, because they were cheap. Somebody's going to walk in there and say, this kitchen needs to be renovated because oak is oak is so 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to save money and it will serve your purposes, but don't think it's going to help you on the, right. the resale it's gonna, value. Yeah, it could take away. Absolutely okay. take away. Formica counters, the same, right? Oh, I can get a Formica counter from Home Depot for uh, 150 bucks, mm-hmm. And yeah, it works fine. And, and, and again, if you don't want to put $56,000 into your kitchen, right. 
you know, but like you say, just know right. that you are building that for you and that will be a detraction when and, somebody walks in and it has to be an update. They're, they know they're going to update the kitchen. Right. But if, you, if you're looking at it like what you're going to get back, you're going to get the 56000 if you use some guidelines. You'll get that back right. for the price of the house. But if you go in and you put oak cabinets in Formica and you spend $11,000 – you're not going to get that $11,000 back. They're going to say, well, no, because I need to go in and I need to and do a total— And curb appeal may even hurt you more. Right. I need to do a total renovation. This is this all needs to be updated. Right. So is the idea when you sell your house, know if you're selling it as walk-inable, you know, they can move in. Turnkey. Or if it's a project house. Right. And you kind of have to make that decision. Right. Right? It depends on how much money you have or want to spend before you— before you sell it. Right. Right. If you want to put that money into it. And your real estate agent should be a really good guide for you right. on that and right. what you can expect to get back. Like the information that April got, she was very helpful. Right. On, right. you know, that ROI. Right. Or this is how much it's going to hurt you, actually. Mm-hmm. Or say, yes, th- well, I'm selling this house and you are going to want to renovate this kitchen. Right. It's within a, five it's years. A fixer. Yeah. Or yeah. however. Well, and even yeah. if the whole house isn't the fixer. Need some upgrades. Yeah. 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 It's a little tired. Yeah. But does it put you in a whole different bracket is what I would ask my realtor mm-hmm. to say, have have we now just gone into a whole bracket lower because now we're in the world of maybe not fixer uppers, but definitely, you know, lots of things need to be updated. Right. The majority of the people are going to come in and, and know that they're going to want to spend, you know, $15,000, $20,000 on some upgrades. And so they're definitely not going to put that into the price that right. they want to pay you. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, sacrificing space. Mm-hmm. So taking out two walls to open this kitchen up out into the living room, but you're taking up space where cabinetry was. Right. So you're really reducing your storage space at that point and, you know, can definitely be... Americans love storage space. Right. They love open concept. They love their stuff. But they they need places <laughs> to put things. Right, right. So that's, cool. a, that's a big one, too. Um, granite countertops, marble countertops. Not good. Natural stone, chips, you have to do maintenance on it. I, I completely agree just because the alternatives are so good now. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them look chintzy to me, mm-hmm. but they are getting so good in their manufacturing now that you don't need to do the marbles and the granites and, you know, those. Go pick out your slab. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, type of thing because they they are so much maintenance mm-hmm. and they can, and it's, they're still fancy, but man, everything else is, is getting pretty cool looking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cambria is a manufacturer, of course, and, and one of their lines is that they do thin, like one centimeter thin panels, quartz panels that you can use for your shower, your bath surround. Right. And we they make it once. such that the pattern lines up, lines up, and makes for a really, so it makes it look like a much bigger panel. Yes, than it really yes, is. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Really Sorry smart. Sorry if I talked about that already, but oh no, no, no. I we were talking it. about surround, and it was oh, it was yeah. a cool idea. And then exaggerated lighting. This was an interesting phrase that they used. Exaggerated, exaggerated lighting. Yes, exaggerated lighting. Um, and because don't uh, be bucking me on my under cabinet. No, I love under cabinet. I love lighting. My under right. cabinet. Um, this one person that contributed to this article said that good lighting, you shouldn't even notice. Mm, mm-hmm. But bad lighting, you will definitely realize when it's so bright, you feel like you're 
you know, interrogation, or you can't see what you're doing because the lighting is so bad. Right. Um, or big, uh, I think some of the trend right now is, and it's removable, so it's not so terrible, but all the different colored LEDs, you know, oh, right. tapes that you can put up uh-huh. now, which is kind of fun, but also have legitimate lighting. Right. <laughs> yeah, <well>. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But, you know, maybe in a kitchen you do need lights that dance with the music. Okay. Maybe. Just <laughs> don't cut tomatoes and so forth. There Here is you. actually a calculation for how many lumens or watts mm-hmm. are suggested for kitchens and bathrooms and things like that. So that you can actually figure it out when you're doing a renovation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, oh, I have one flush mount that's got two 60-watt bulbs in my entire kitchen. Right. It's like, yeah, that's not going to work. So task lighting and... Right, right. Yeah, yeah there's that lighting So you nice. can do a Google. I used to know it top of my head, but I don't right now. <laughs> but it's it's like for every two two feet of countertop, you should have uh, 60 watts. Oh, interesting. Or something like that. And a little bit less for the bathroom, but similar. And then it's like uh, quite a bit less for like a living room or something like right, that. Right, right. So it gives you an idea. It's like, great. Just, just don't throw lights out there. There's actually a, there's a method <laughs> oh, to the madness. <laughs> right. Yeah. So just things, again, to be thoughtful about, you know, reno- renovations are always about thinking ahead and thinking through. Mm-hmm. So think yeah. about your ROI and how important it is to you. If you have any suggestions or any uh, mistakes or successes you had in your kitchen remodel, I would love to hear them, uh, especially accent lighting. I'm right. a sucker for lighting. Love some <laughs> ideas. Go ahead and drop us a note at askamy at amyworks.com. Any other questions as well. And please leave us a review and a rating. Yeah, would love to hear hear from you. Be great. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.